Funny thing was, I thought the one race I don't think I was going to be able to handle, maybe the strength of, is actually a black woman. Uh, I kept saying that. That was my that was my go-to kind of thing. I was like, any, but uh, maybe not black. But after a while, my mom finally asked me that question about a year later. And I was like, yeah, any except for maybe black. And at that moment, I was like, should I really be saying that? What if I met the person that God prepared for me? And just because she was a different skin color, I decided to say no. Hey, you're listening to the MatchNet Podcast. Welcome, and today I wanted to share with you all a very inspiring and fantastical testimony, a matching story by Ilya and Diane. And this is a beautiful story about two individuals who had to go through some mind shift changes and some breaking some beliefs and going cross-culturally to find each other and create this successful blessing that they have today and are helping lots of other people get matched and blessed at the same time. So please enjoy. And if you haven't already followed the MatchNet podcast on your podcast player of choice, then we would encourage you to do so because we make these episodes just for you good folks at home who are trying to get matched and blessed in the healthiest and funnest way possible. So if you find this episode valuable, please consider sharing it with somebody that you love, someone on your team. And that's our only ask because we just want to help as many people as possible. All right, right back to the show. So yeah, this story actually started two years before I started talking with Diane. And at that time, I did the self-reflection thing uh, that Mrs. Gallery talked about. And um, I kind of found out that uh, out of all the points, I actually, yeah, I didn't want to go to matching that year. Um, I thought I was confident, didn't make it through. I, I Well, I didn't want to make it through it in the end. And so I said to God, I was like, hey, God, I don't think I'm ready. I have a lot of things to work on. Get back to me in two years and we'll talk about it again. Um, and so this moment, uh, I was actually in Carp Las Vegas uh, for this majority of time. And in 2017 is when I made the determination. Um, so I said I was going to get back to him in 2019. Um, yeah. So the, the fact of being in Carp actually was a great opportunity for me. Because um, not only do I have time to like work on myself, but also uh, we had events like matching education and blessing education. And so it kind of emphasized how big this relationship, a relationship is in front of God. It really kind of sunk in to me what the blessing meant. Yeah. Um, so somewhere on the line, I, I was kind of made to put like a picture of uh, like a mental picture of what, what, how I should see my wife or what kind of wife I would like to be married to. Um, sounds interesting, but, <laughs> um, but uh, I just made the small standard of saying that uh, I wanted to be married to someone that's, that's inside the church, bottom line. And in those cases, I don't want to be married and not actually work on myself. So I had to be a good husband, a good church member, and find a way to become a person that could be a good support. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful for what Ms. Gullery said, because I think all of those things without even knowing it, I think those are the perfect kind of gauges to see if you're ready. Because um, those are the exact gauges I ended up using. I'm really grateful for Mrs. Gore, so thank you. <laughs> but um, at the time, I didn't want to slack off in any of those those kind of categories. So uh, I started to really work on all the education that I needed. And so th from there, uh, I kept going, kept moving, kept working on myself. And after a while, you get the question from your friends, from your family members, ooh, ooh, what race do you want to marry? 
Um, like, which one are you thinking of? Are you thinking of yellow, white, black, purple, you know? Uh, <laughs> but I was trained to that. It was, and I was trained for a long time to, I should be okay with anybody. Um, you know, like father always told me to, for father said you, you should be able to be ma married to any, like any kind of thing. And even like a shovel or something, you know? <laughs> and I said, okay, I guess any is okay. Um, the funny thing was, I thought the one race I don't think I'm going to be able to handle, maybe the strength of, is actually a black woman. At that time, uh, I kept saying that. That was my that was my go-to kind of thing. I was like any, but uh, maybe not black. But after a while, my mom finally asked me that question about a year later, and I was like, yeah, any except for maybe black. And at that moment, I was like, should I really be saying that? What if I met the person that God prepared for me? And just because she was a different skin color, I decided to say no. Um, and just because I wasn't comfortable with kind of like the culture that I'm not used to, and I say no, uh, how do I, how am I really, what am I really saying to God? I guess you can say. And it wasn't really humanistic um, at one point, but I, I was really kind of seeing it through God's eyes. Uh, if I really saw it through God's eyes, I, can, I should be able to see no matter the race or no matter the culture, that's still God's daughter. And from that point, um, I made that determination that I should be really, truly okay with what father said, like what true parents said is that be able to marry um, interracially and it doesn't matter which race it is. Um, and really be able to marry God's daughter that he has prepared for me and I should be ready and open for that. So funny thing happened. I think when you make a determination in front of God, God takes it all in and he 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 is happy to work with whatever you said he, i mean yeah he, he basically worked with me and prepared me specifically for diane and i know this now but um i became basically i became more spiritual uh, to a point that i i feel like i was very kind of close to diane's spirituality when i when i met her and i became more confident uh, in the way i talk and also kind of all the points that uh that yeah, really kind of makes me like a better husband for her specifically. And I even, and the closest friend that I actually became to in CARP uh, was a black brother. And it was actually, it was actually the culture that I got so much more used to the culture that I thought I was uncomfortable with in the first place. And he more or less became my best friend. Um, and by the end of 2018, uh, I was chatting with him and he said, hey, I think I think, man, I think you're going to marry a black woman. And I was like, I am pretty sure you're right. I think God is setting up with a black woman. I was like, yep. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's exactly what's happening. So the two years ended and I promised God that I'll talk to him again. And I was like, okay, okay. I'll talk to you again. Let's do this. Let's talk about the matching. And so I went forward with a prayer condition. And, and so I went forward with a prayer condition. I looked into myself and saw that I was really, became a lot more mature than two years ago. I became a person that was ready to open up and also really accept and uh, be ready to accept and forgive, even though this, this person might be somebody that's not uh, that I'm used to. Um, at this point, of course, I didn't know I was gonna marry Diane or talk to Diane, but um, I was kind of look, looking into myself, self-reflecting and seeing that I was really ready for kind of like the process in front of me. And uh, so at the very end of that prayer condition, um, 
uh, I was like, okay, God, uh, do you have someone in mind? Do you have somebody that you want me to talk to? And for some reason, Diane's head, Diane's, Diane's name did not pop out of my head. Uh, <laughs> kind of just stuck like super glue. And, and it didn't, it didn't come out. I was just like, okay, you're giving me this name. I barely know her. I have no feelings, but um, if this is the name you have given me, I want to be able to check it out, right? Uh, I want to be able to see um, who you're talking about. And I took that moment, gave that name to my parents. Um, and I really think that, um, you know, God was working in that moment because when I, yeah, I gave that, I gave that name to my parents and then we started talking on April and she was in New York. I was in Vegas. This is long distance, kind of hard. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. If you're going to, you're thinking of a long distance relationship, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> but um, in those, uh, yeah, in those cases, we had to do Zoom call. And at this moment, I was like, I was unsure. I didn't know who she was. And, you know, you can go on a Zoom call, fake it, leave <laughs> and be fine. Um, so I didn't know if she was faking it. Uh, I was in that moment uh, making that kind of kind of assumption that I don't really know her yet. And so she, so the time came when she actually uh, did want to come to Vegas for witnessing. And that should have been the, you know, the, the yes right there. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't. She came over to, to witness in, in Las Vegas. And for, yeah, she came over to witness in Las Vegas. And uh, the moment that I... I think that I, I, I decided that I wanted to marry her was a day that I realized God gave me more than I asked for. Um, God gave me a person that was truly prepared and really a person that I can talk spiritually with, a person that I can talk normally with, um, and really someone that I can connect to truly um, and through God, not just like us horizontally, but really through, through God. And yeah, I mean, we're not perfect. <laughs> I think we argue a lot, <laughs> but for the, for the bottom lines and, and stuff like that, it was all exceeded. Uh, and God really kind of gave me all of that. And I, in conclusion, uh, I need to wrap this up a little bit because it's yeah, running out of time, but um, I'm glad I, I gave the parameters for God to work and put the time frame for myself to get back to it, telling God that this is what's up and this is what I want to do. Um, thank you for listening. And it really helped him work and helped me work uh, my hardest and his hardest to, to make this happen. Um, and I'm really glad that I was able to open my, my heart to God's words and kind of ignore the race and really see um, God's daughters as his, through his eyes. And yeah, I also heard like I, the reason I brought up interracial marriage, of course, was also I heard there was a survey then there was um, men do struggle, uh, men of different race do struggle with marrying a black woman. And I, and for the same reasons as I, I, uh, and, but I can really tell that kind of thinking is wrong because, um, I feel like we should be really open up the doors for everything that we, um, that we see. And I see that this relationship, uh, like open up the doors for what God sees in people around and I, I feel like this relationship was very, was one of the biggest ones for me and well, well one of the biggest ones ever because it's really mending um, kind of two cultures together that I think was, is fighting in America, to be honest. 
Um, but I think this, this kind of relationship is really kind of breaking those concepts apart and really being able to mend humanity here. And I think I can really testify that that, that really gave us a blessing to be able to receive rings from mother. So, um, yeah, uh, I just want to end it with that. I'm really just really grateful that um, kind of God set me up and God set us up for kind of like a lot of blessings and, you know, a lot of ups and downs, but um, definitely blessings. So I just want to pass it on to my beautiful wife, Diane, and she's going to take over oh, from you. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow, I don't even know what to say. Uh, so growing up, the blessing was something that I always thought about. Uh, I would talk to my parents about it and I would tell them like, you know, mom, when I grow up, I want to receive the blessing and I want that person to be very spiritual. So when I turned, I think I was 16, I decided to do like a condition for my blessing, <laughs> a five-year condition. <laughs> that I was going to do. So uh, when I started the condition, I decided to read True Parents' words on like the blessing and how important it was and what it means to be blessed. And I came across something that um, Father was basically talking about interracial marriages and, you know, how we need to mend, like, you know, Father, like how he used to talk the East, the West, the old, South and North and mend all the season together, you know, something like that. And I mean, the conclusion was to really like to let God lead us and to marry beyond our culture, our race, or like even our character or religion. Um, and so thinking about that, I decided I was like, you know, I want to marry someone who's, you know, different from my culture or from my race. So I told my parents about it and my parents, you know, they were open. So they were like, oh, okay, you know, that's, uh, that's something great. Um, but yeah, throughout those five years, I kind of like Ilya said, I wanted to prepare myself. And like Aunt Debbie said, I think it's very important to uh, have this personal reflection on yourself before you actually go to the blessing. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to know who I was first before I married this person. And I wanted to know how can I love this? How can I love myself and love God first before I love my future husband? So uh, then in 2019... Oh, my, my condition ended in 2018. So in 2018, I told God that I was ready. <laughs> uh, after, yeah, after five years, I think that's how it is, right? Yeah, I'm not really good at math. But uh, 2018, I believe, that's when I ended my condition. And I told God that, you know, like, I, uh, I'm ready to receive this person. And I am, you know, I'm open to anything. Uh, but spirituality was more important to me like more than anything else, just like Ilya. I wanted someone who can, you know, support me, someone we can pray together and, you know, really do church activities together. And of course I received it. So um, yeah, and then in 2019, suddenly I, somehow I went to Tribe Met uh, the first time in Las Vegas. And that's when I met Ilya, Ilya for the first time. I mean, I didn't have any feelings for him back then. Uh, or even thinking of him as like my future husband because I went there for a workshop so I was just you know uh, thinking about the workshop uh, but then later on when Ilya reached out to me um, I was I was very I was excited you know I was like oh I finally have this person that you know God is sending me uh, after all my preparation I was finally able to receive him 
And the first time we talked, I think, I think it was the third time or fourth time we talked, I kind of had these challenges and struggles that I was going through. Uh, I was kind of worried because I'm African. <laughs> I was kind of worried that uh, like maybe my culture might be different. I don't know if he's going to be able to accept my culture, even though it's something that I wanted, I was still going through struggles uh, that we all go through, you know, not just the race part or, or the culture part, but also the character because I am very emotional. Like I cry about any, like I cry about everything, <laughs> like everything I cry about. But then Ilya, he's, he's, he can be emotional sometimes, but he's more intellectual. So for me, I was like, I don't know if he's going to handle my emotions. Um, so I was thinking about all these things. And uh, I finally, when I reflected, I, like Aunt Debbie said, I think reflection or self-reflection, uh, self-reflection is very important because you know that's when you actually really can heal yourself or understand like be aware of what's happening within you um so i started reflecting and i was thinking i said you know i'm not really thinking um based on god's uh viewpoint you know i was just thinking about the physical or thinking about what might go wrong but i wasn't really thinking uh what what, what does god think about this so I decided to go to my parents and like any answers we always get. My parents told me you should pray about it. So I was like, yeah, I should pray about it. So I went on and prayed about it. And like Ilya said, you know, God really works in ways that we cannot see, you know. And <laughs> as I was praying, something told me to read the same book that I read during my five-year condition. And when I read, I literally... I have this game that I usually do when I pray. I like, I open the book, I close my eyes and just randomly open the book. And I, the title was, uh, you must be able to go over the hill of the eyes. So I was like, huh, interesting. Let me read this. <laughs> Maybe God is trying to tell me something. Uh, then when I read it, uh, it's a long reading, but the main message, I actually wrote it down. The main message was to look at people the way that God looks at them. And Father basically said that when you look at people the way that God looks at them, you can see their true values. And they're more, be they're more like beautiful and they shine very brightly. So at that moment, I was like, wow, I didn't think about this. I was looking at this person with my very, very own like human eyes. I should look at him the way that God looks at him. And to be honest with you, when I, when I finally looked at Ilya, the way that God sees him, I, I, just, I just fell in love. <laughs> you know, I was like, I would care about all the differences. You know, I'm going to marry this person no matter what, because I know that it's God's, you know, will and I'm going to do it. And so that really just tells you how much when you think on like God's perspective, when you think uh based on god's viewpoint like how much miracles can happen or how how much your relationship with people not just with your husband you know with like even people around you can change so yeah like i truly believe that god prepared Ilya for me um all this time even though i didn't know it uh because he has all the qualities that i prayed for and i'm not just saying this because i'm here like literally he has all the qualities that i prayed for and i I feel like if I refused to marry Ilya just because of the difficulties and struggles and or differences in race and, uh, and culture and character, I wouldn't be here today. Right? And like, 
even receiving our rings from true mother that that's something that i wouldn't be able to accomplish you know if i didn't marry this person so i guess i think i'm running out of time i don't know but uh in conclusion i think um like i think we should embrace anyone because like i said by not doing so we might miss the opportunity that god has in storage for us you know um so and it's not just about the race it's not just black and white or asian and black whatever it's also about the character because sometimes i do know that when you're going through the matching process you may have like differences in characters you know like oh this i'm too emotional like i was thinking like i'm too emotional and he's not and he might not be able to accept me and i think josh just said something about like i'm too short so i don't know if she's going to accept me uh but Josh, I think you'll be fine, first of all. But, um, <laughs> you know, you should just embrace this person because they're God's children and they're God's son or daughter. Uh, and I think that's the most important thing that we should think about when it comes to the blessing. It's really seeing each other through God's eyes. And, yeah, I'm really grateful for Ilya and for God for sending me this person that I can pray with and be able to, uh, yeah, to just spend my 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 whole life with so yeah thank you thank you guys for listening to our testimony yeah. <laughs>